The Z-Ball podcast is a casual conversation that occasionally delves into mature subjects and may contain vulgar adult language. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to the Z-Ball Podcast and week 13 of the Scorching Six Picks. Uh, we got six exciting games this week. Uh, it's coming down to the wire. A lot of playoff races going on. So uh, joining me this for this week, we have uh, from Bay Area, California, Syed. What's up, buddy? How you doing? I'm good. How about yourself? Doing well. Uh, ate a lot during Thanksgiving, but uh, ready to get into these games. So let's get right into it. First game that we're going to take a look at, uh, we got Denver traveling to Jacksonville, giving three and a half points. What do you think about this game? I think um, I think Denver is going to take this one. I think they're going to take it pretty comfortably. Uh, Blake Bortles really has looked pretty terrible. Um, I think Jacksonville is just having a terrible year. They don't have a great Okay, I'm going to agree with you 100% on that one. Uh, Denver, I believe, is without uh, going to be without Trevor Simeon for this game. I believe he's injured. But uh, I'm still taking them either way. I think their defense is too good. And I think Jacksonville has looked absolutely awful this year, 2-9. and nine. Uh, Allen Hearns and Allen Robinson uh, not as good playing as good as they were last year. And uh, Jacksonville absolutely terrible. And Denver uh, offensively has looked a little better the past couple games. And uh, they probably should have won that game against Kansas City on Sunday night. But unfortunately, the Chiefs are a good team as well. So they showed a lot of grit and came back and won that game. But uh, Denver has the complete edge in this one. I don't care if they're on the road away from mile high. And you only have to, I only have to swallow three and a half points in this one. This is a pretty much a no-brainer for me. Uh, I'm taking the Broncos to ride their... I'm taking the Broncos defense to push them through in this game and I think they're going to win this one uh 24 to 13. All right, with that we'll move into the second game. We got two uh teams who are probably likely not going to make the playoffs in this one. We got Philadelphia traveling to Cincinnati and Cincinnati giving a point and a half in this one. What do you think, Said? Yeah, uh, again, um here I'm going to I'm going to take Philadelphia. Um, Cincinnati's looked terrible this year, especially the last couple weeks without A.J. Green. Uh, e. Dalton's just been struggling terribly without his biggest weapon. Even though Carson Wentz has been struggling, uh, I'm, I'm going to take Philadelphia here. And I think they're going to win 24-17. Alright, uh, these are two teams I don't really like either one of them. They're both mediocre offensively. But uh, where the difference lies for me in this one and which way I'm going to lean is with the Philadelphia due to their defense. And then uh, for Cincinnati, A.J. Green is going to be out for the third straight game. Uh, Giovanni Bernard is banged up. Uh, Bengals just been an absolutely awful season for them. Uh, 
Uh, I kind of saw this coming for them. Uh, and they have no shot at the playoffs. It looks like Marvin Lewis will be gone at the end of the season. Uh, Philadelphia, on the other hand, after starting off 3-0, is only, what, 2-6 two and, two and six after that. So they've, they've looked absolutely awful. Carson Wentz has looked absolutely awful in the past five, six games. But I'm taking Philadelphia on this one, plus one and a half due to their defense. And I think they're going to win a close one, 24-21. to 21. And with that, we'll move into the third game of the week. Buffalo Bills traveling all the way to Oakland to take on the Raiders. And we got Oakland minus three in this one. What do you think, Saeed? Okay, uh, with this one, uh, obviously, Buffalo traveling across, all the way across the country. Uh, Buffalo, number one rushing offense in the entire league. Most people think it's the Cowboys. It's actually Buffalo. Uh, LaShawn McCoy absolutely having an excellent season for them. Uh, Raiders absolutely awful on defense, but uh, where they shine and where they come through and why they're why they're 9-2 this year is, like you mentioned, Syed, is because of their high-powered offense. They're pretty much uh, top 10 in all the major offensive categories. And they are, they're also very good on third downs. So they convert third downs, which means down the stretch, in the red zone, down in the fourth quarter, they convert key third downs, they keep drives going, and ultimately they put points up on the board. And because of that, I'm going to take the Raiders in this one. I just think they're, they're playing for something uh, very important for the and, this week for them, I mean, they want to obviously be the number one seed in the AFC, clinch a bye for themselves. Uh, this the rate they haven't made the playoffs in over 13 years. You got to understand that, so they're really looking to move into the playoffs on a roll, and they're looking to play strong, be strong down the stretch, moving into the playoffs. So, with that, I'm gonna go swallow the three points. I'm gonna take the Raiders in this one, and I think they're gonna win this one, 34 to 27. Uh, and that'll take us into our fourth game of the week. This is another late afternoon game. Got your New York Giants side traveling to Pittsburgh to take on the Steelers. And Pittsburgh uh, laying six and a half in this one. Your thoughts? Yeah, I think, you know, uh, Pittsburgh with all weapons on offense, they're, they're pretty dangerous. Um, Le'Veon Bell's probably one top five running backs in the game. Ben Roethlisberger and Antonio Brown are pretty much unstoppable when they're both healthy. But I think you can say the same thing about Odell Beckham Jr. He, he might be like the best wide receiver in the game. Yeah, 
Giants are 8-3, and they're trying to play catch-up on the Cowboys. Um, but I don't think they have enough to pull this one out in Pittsburgh. I'm going to go Pittsburgh here. I think Pittsburgh's going to win this game. I think it's going to be close. Uh, I think it's going to be, um, you know, I think this one's going to be like 31-27 Pittsburgh. Okay, with this one, uh, Pittsburgh uh, minus six and a half. I think Pittsburgh uh, obviously should be favored in this game. I, I just think six and a half is a big number. Uh, I think the Giants have got to be one of the most under-the-radar eight and three starts I've ever seen in probably my lifetime in the NFL. I mean, they're eight and three, and nobody even realizes it very much. And I think this is kind of the same Giants-type team that kind of Flows below the radar, you know, kind of sneaks into the playoffs in the fifth or sixth seed. Their defense gets right, and they make a little deep run to the Super Bowl. It kind of reminds me of that again. So uh, with that, I'm going to take the Giants plus six and a half in this one. Uh, I, I'm not. I'm all, also going to take them and win the game as well. I think Pittsburgh, uh, although they have a high-powered offense, their defense is not very good. And then one thing you know about the Giants... Whether they win or lose, they always play in close games this year. And the score is always within six or six points either way. So uh, I, I feel pretty confident with the Giants plus six and a half in this one. And I'm going to take them to win the game as well. I think 31 to 28 Giants. And they move to nine and three and probably uh, end the Steelers' hope of the, any shot at the wild, AFC wild card. So uh, with that, we'll move into the fifth game this week which is the Redskins traveling to Arizona we got Arizona laying a point in this one what do you think Saeed? Yeah Arizona's been playing terrible I think Carson Palmer's having a terrible year uh, even though David Johnson's had a huge year uh, Larry Fitzgerald is Yeah, Arizona coming off a uh, NFC Championship appearance last year. Uh, a lot of high hopes for them this year, especially for me. I thought they were going to be one of the higher seeds in the NFC. Uh, they're pretty much all but out of the playoffs at this point in the, in the season. And they've been absolutely terrible. Uh, Carson Palmer kind of regressing back to the mean, back to his Raider days, I guess you can say. Uh He's been he's been absolutely terrible. Their offense just has not been been able to have that little that oomph that they had last year, other than, with the exception of probably David Johnson and Larry Fitzgerald, uh, which you kind of saw in spots, but throughout the season. But their offense has lacked that consistency all season that they had last year. And defensively, they're still pretty good. Uh, they obviously have a great second secondary led by Patrick Peterson, but I just think. Uh, Kirk Cousins is super hot right now. The Redskins 
obviously last place in the NFC East, which uh, actually is third place, but at six four and one. But uh, it's just a tough division to be in at six four and one, being third place. But Kirk Cousins looks absolutely spectacular, and he took a gamble on himself at the beginning of the season by not taking the the contract offer, and he bet it on himself and. It looks like uh, so far through 11 games this season, it looks like he made the correct choice. It looks like he's due for a big payday in the offseason, uh, which will probably restrict the Redskins from getting filling other needs of their team. So, But with that, back to the game. I'm going to take the Redskins plus one, and I'm going to agree with you, Said. I think they win this one 28-21. So with that, we'll move into our sixth and final game for Week 13. I got Tampa Bay traveling all the way across the country to San Diego to take on the San Diego Chargers. San Diego minus three and a half in this one. What do you think, Syed? Um, yeah, three and a half. Uh, it's a big give, but um, I, th- I think, you know, the way Bell scored was playing this year, and I think Bill Rivers having a bounce back here as well. Okay, you got San Diego 21-17. You think they're going to cover the three and a half. Uh, I'm going to go the other way in this one. Uh, Tampa Bay uh, has looked pretty good uh, the last two weeks. Uh, holding uh, Alex Smith and Russell Wilson, both of them in check. Holding the Seahawks to only five points last week. And, uh, I mean, they're kind of a sneaky NFC wildcard team. I don't know ultimately if they'll ultimately make the NFC wildcard just because of how many other good teams are ahead of them. Uh, but I'm going to – I think I'm going to – they're getting three and a half in this one. I think I'm pretty confident with that. Jameis Winston uh, is definitely showing a lot more maturity this season uh, as compared to his first couple of seasons. And so – and then Mike Evans obviously blossoming into one of the best wide receivers in the league. Uh, the big uh, 6'3", can go up there and get balls. He can – Run, he runs routes very well, so he's looked absolutely spectacular this year. Uh, other side, uh, obviously, we know San Diego scores a lot of points as well, so I think this will be uh, kind of a high-scoring game. But ultimately, I'm going to take the Buccaneers 35-31 uh, to 31 in this one, and I think they cover the 3.5 that they're getting. So uh, with that, uh, kind of some news coming out today that uh, the San Diego Chargers who who were involved in the last game we just picked are are going to be moving to LA to join the Rams. Uh, what do you think of the, about this side? They've kind of been LA's adopted team the past, you know, since the Rams left. Um, so I know they have a bunch of fans in the LA and Orange County area. Uh, and to be honest, Qualcomm Stadium was getting really old and dilapidated compared to other stadiums. Um, so they definitely needed a new stadium, but um, you know, I think it'll be good for them. Um, Los Angeles is huge, even though you know, they're not known as a really sports town because it's more of a Dodger and Laker town, but I think it'll be good. Okay, definitely. Uh, yeah, so this uh, 
with the Chargers coming to L.A., most likely it makes L.A. and New York the only two markets in the entire country with uh, two major sports teams in, in each of all the four major sports. Uh, but the Chargers, it's going to feel a little weird to me. Uh, they always felt like kind of that uh, they were San Diego's son, you know. But uh, definitely, like you said, a lot of Charger fans in L.A., uh, definitely a lot a lot more stuff going on in LA uh big revitalization to the city uh but yeah Qualcomm was an absolute dump I mean the jumbotron in there was it kind of looked like a big screen tv that you see in a living room uh from from 2005 or something it was probably one of the worst jumbotrons I've ever seen in a stadium uh probably one of the worst stadiums I've ever been to ever watched or experienced a game at so uh it was just a sad, uh, sad state of affairs that uh, San Diego wasn't able to get the, the Chargers a stadium, and they ultimately had to move to LA, most likely, which is not for sure yet. But it looks like mo- most likely they will be moving to LA to join the Rams, and be their neighbors in that Inglewood uh, Stadium project, which is set to be completed in 2019. So uh, definitely uh, exciting time for professional football in LA. Uh, Hopefully the Chargers' first season can be uh, a lot more exciting than the Rams' first season. Uh, they looked mediocre once again uh, at eight, kind of finishing near the eight and eight mark like they always do. But uh, with that, uh, Syed, thank you very much for coming on. It's always a pleasure. Hey, thanks for having me. All right, and that'll wrap it up for uh, week thirteen of the Scorching Six picks. Thank you for listening, everyone.